0: Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect.
1: Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.
0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stepmom Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Okay, so I guess quick trigger warning. It's probably obvious from the title what we're talking about abortion and um, the law in Texas, specifically, and a lot of the politics around abortion that are going on here in the United States right now. Totally hear you if you're like, not today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. And since this is an ongoing news story, we wanted to timestamp it. As we're recording, and it is September 16th, 2021. I did most of the research came from like a week ago. I did check to make sure nothing was like drastically different, but just to put that out there. And we have done quite a few episodes on abortion and laws around abortion and even international laws around abortion. If you want to go check those out, we've quite a few of them under our right. belt at this point.
1: We know things are constantly changing, as in fact, uh, Mexico had some uh, good news that happened regarding abortion laws as well. So if you're out there internationally and things are happening, we always love updates. Yes. So let us know, please. Yes, But yes, we are going to talk a little bit about what is happening in Texas or what has happened in Texas. And yeah, we're a little late as this is kind of old news, but it's still concerning news. So obviously, yeah. we're going to keep talking about it as <laughs> mm-hmm. of September 1st, two thousand. 2021, the Texas legislature enacted a law originally passed in May prohibiting abortion after six weeks in the state, long before many women know they are pregnant. Uh, yeah, and this is, again, one of those things. It's not just Texas. It's everywhere. I know that Georgia has also tried to pass that law. I don't think it's been uh, addressed yet. And there's several states who are lying in wait, essentially, for something like this. This Mm -hmm. essentially undoes the protections offered by Roe v. Wade in Texas, legalizing abortion up to 22 to 24 weeks. And experts estimate this will eliminate 85% of the legal abortions previously happening in the state. By the way, once again, there's not many places that allow for this just... Uh, straightforward abortions. There are a lot of like hoops you have to go through in order to even get there, Um, Mm -hmm. including the fact one of the things that we've talked about, many places you can't even go before like four or five weeks Determining your pregnancy, so you have like a small window to get there. So Mm -hmm. just to put that out there, so it does away with and limits people uh, who do use or have used abortion in court in protection in their rights. So that is something to know, and it puts the onus on them to prove the legality of abortion.
0: Yeah,
1: (sighs) despite an emergency request to stop the law from going into effect, the Supreme Court allowed the law to go forward based on some extremely shaky. Technicalities, and it was a lot of "we're not going to completely address it" type of offhand label type of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's extremely concerning and disheartening. And reading stories from both like providers and people in Texas who might want an abortion or need an abortion, saying like, you know, I'll comply. That this is really scary, and and already people are making moves to to comply so fast. Not only that, uh, the law allows for private citizens to sue abortion providers and anyone that in any way helps someone get an abortion. Um, drivers, people who provide financial assistance, insurance companies, anyone, even someone they have no connection to, which is a big deal. That's different. Most times in the law, you have to know the person you're suing or have some kind of connection to them or, or the entity. In this case, you do not. For ten thousand dollars they can sue them for, plus attorney's fees. And even more, I've read, the people suing don't even have to be Texans. And they have four years to decide to sue and can sue hundreds of people if they want. Like one person could do this hundreds of times, should they desire. And if one case fails, that doesn't mean the others won't, which is sort of throwing precedent out the window. Usually, like, you can point to, well, see this case and what happened there. They're, they're not... Going along with that, and for this law, experts speculate this could lead to abortion bounty hunters and vigilanteism. An anti-abortion group has already hosted a website where anyone can report people they suspect being involved with an abortion, which has, of course, been flooded with things like Shrek porn and claims of Marvel characters seeking abortions. But still, that is that is very scary.
1: Right. And just a reminder, if you uh, remember what happened in Alabama, in which they prosecuted a woman who got into a fight, got shot, lost the baby, and they actually prosecuted her for illegally terminating a pregnancy, which was not even the case at all. And it actually worked for a minute until it got like national headlines. And that's why stuff like this is so scary. We know we're preaching to the choir, but this is what the conversation is. And we also had talked about uh, civil suits before as a good thing when we talked about rape and sexual assault survivors being able to get some type of compensation or justice. This goes to a whole different ugly level, but it comes to the same merit that it doesn't hit the same standards as violating law or serving time. So this is way easier to prosecute people. So that is really, really upsetting, very scary. And by the way, that $10,000 comes from the person who was accused of helping or getting an abortion. Right. FYI. But uh, using civil lawsuits as a way to stop or slow the rate of abortion dates, back to the 1990s when, surprise, a Texas pastor created Spies for Life a program that put out pamphlets instructing people how to use the legal system to go after abortion clinics and providers. The author of the law said it was modeled after a similar local law in Texas County but the law was mostly a political statement. And we know there's plenty of those out there. Um, And there were no abortion clinics in the county, which again, we also need to talk about the fact that Texas, uh, much like, kind of like Georgia, is very limited in how many abortion clinics there is in the first place. They shut them down pretty quickly, very fast. And also, yeah, this is another tactic that we've seen uh, from abusive partners who are trying to control their partners through pregnancy or through a child too. That's been a whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash?
0: Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
1: This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is
0: the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs
1: Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to
0: 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
1: The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights.
0: Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend,
1: Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. People have
0: also pointed out, while it is horrific that this law bans abortion, even in the case of rape or incest, these conversations often imply that abortion is always a bad thing or always the result of something bad that's used in the worst-case scenario and that we need to change how we talk about that and how we think about that. Like that that is terrible that it bans that. Right. But also, like, abortion is not always <laughs> right. only okay in those instances. Right.
1: Yeah, that's the big thing. Like, I know there were several tweets where people were like, hey, can we stop this whole, like, morality in abortion yeah, exactly. conversation? And it is. And it is something that it is so ingrained with us. And I've talked about it before. Like, it's for, even for me, who was like, changed my mind drastically since coming out of my conservative childhood uh, to this, to understanding oh yeah, this is bad uh, still has a hard time not kind of moralizing it and wanting mm-hmm. to do that but again, for me talking to my family, because I, when I talked to my mother, I think I've talked about this before where we had a big blowout and this is one of the things that my mother brought up also yeah. the fact that I'm adopted and that I should be of all people the most grateful that I wasn't aborted whole other conversation, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. like that type of conversation is unfortunately what we have to use because they really think this is a moral stance. They truly, truly have believed it for so long and I say so long as in their childhood because, to be fair, for a long time abortion wasn't a big issue until the 80s pretty much. Yeah, so like 60s, 70s, I think kind of came up as an issue but a whole other conversation but yeah, we Mm -hmm. just need to let that point go, just like this is about autonomy in Mm -hmm. our body and now (laughs) this law has huge national implications as we talked about earlier and not just when it comes to abortion a missouri law just passed has the same vigilante mechanism there are voting restriction laws that function or could function similarly too the texas law has also caused confusion and fear for texans who might be seeking an abortion the bill was written specifically to get around Roe versus Wade and ultimately go on to challenge it. And yeah, that's kind of that bigger conversation that we were going to need to come back to. And again, why everybody's very upset about the current last two Supreme Court justices appointed yeah. because they knew this is one of the major things, right. major contentions that were going to come up and what they were trying to do, especially when it comes to Amy Cohen Barrett, who has a pretty staunch pro-birth stance. So, mm-hmm. hmm. And yeah, right. and there are a lot of impending lawsuits against it, including from the U.S. Department of Justice, which I think we need to come back to look at because what they are doing is a weird roundabout of trying yeah. to get this stopped, I guess try what you can. Um, and at the same time, other states are trying something similar. Some companies like Salesforce have offered to move employees out of state if they desire without further details. Lyft and Uber claim they will pay for any drivers sued under the law. And at the same time, others have pointed out that while many big companies have taken public stances for voting rights and against racism and homophobia, though they may just be superficial, a lot of these same companies haven't said anything about this. And I'm not going to lie, it could be also our parent company who might be a part of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about this and kind of the big idea behind this law is like, yeah, places like Georgia do have, and Mississippi, like we have these laws on the books that were ready, like if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, then they go immediately to be enacted. So that's part of the really scary thing is that a lot of states have done something similar to what Texas has done and are just waiting Mm -hmm. to see what happens and how they can get around it or how they can overturn Roe versus Wade ultimately. And yeah, abortion can already be and often is a trying and emotional experience. And now Texans and potentially people across the country have to worry about financial penalty and judgment sanctioned on a legal level, as well as potentially traveling out of state. One estimate suggests that for the average Texan, legal abortions just went from, on average, about 12 miles away to 248 miles away, which is a huge burden and not an option for everyone. And abortion, you know, isn't free in the first place, everybody, generally. Um, And this is an impact that will especially be felt by women of color. Oh, so if you have questions, there are resources online, including Planned Parenthood. They have a they have a site. Their site has an FAQ about the law and what it means. There are places to donate and ways to help online as well. So go check those out. Um, and I'm sure we'll be talking about this more in the future and definitely keeping a close eye on it.
1: Right. And just as a reminder, there are still services out there. Uh, It has not completely upended everything. Mm -hmm. I don't think it has completely gone into effect as well. So that is still an option for those who need it. And yeah, and this is absolutely, when I say this, I'm not saying this without any kind of uh, sarcasm, but this is an attack on women. This is an attack on people with uteruses and uh, being able to, uh, I guess being able to reproduce or whether or not we can reproduce. This is absolutely coming after women point blank. And just because other women are pro-birthers and would say they're in favor of this abortion ban does not mean it's still not an attack on women. And unfortunately, it is the women who are fighting the hardest and being the loudest. But it's also the women who are most dismissed and most likely uh, prosecuted, persecuted, as well as uh, completely ignored. Mm-hmm. and owned, obviously. And when it comes down to it, yeah, rich people will continue to have abortions no matter the state. That's always yeah. how it's been. That's always how it will be. Um, who has access? Rich people. In the mm-hmm. story. Um, who doesn't? Those who are disenfranchised and already struggling and those who are completely ignored and completely um, silenced because they don't even have the option to fight right now. All they can do is maintain. Yeah. So that's what... We are most concerned about, obviously, outside of just yeah, it's our rights and our laws. But when it comes down to it, um, Annie and I know we have access because we have a little money,
0: mm-hmm.
1: more than most. So that's a whole different conversation. It makes us very angry, and we need to be we need to be very, very on alert. Yeah. Oh, and continue to spread truth instead of the stupid misinformation that continues to plague our nations. <laughs> okay, I'm done.
0: okay Um, yeah yeah no it's a lot it's a lot that was it's been a rough I mean it's so silly to say because it's been a rough like years months years years and years but it has been a really rough couple of weeks for sure (laughs) Um, but that being said we would really love to hear from any listeners about what's going on in your neck of the woods around this issue or anything at all anything we should be talking about any people or resources we should shout out Please let us know. You can email us at Stephanie at Momstuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stephon Never Told You or on Twitter at momstuffpodcast. Podcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff One Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found
0: at your local shelter.